back to another session of Faith Matters. It's been a while since I stopped and slowed down and recorded a podcast, but the reality is, this time, this one's so much needed. Let's pause for just a moment and open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we we know that you've been amazing. You've done many great things, and I just want to sing your praises. Lord, I ask that you assist me as I share what and how you've been moving in our lives. For those that hear, Lord, may they know and understand that these words are not just of me, but from you, Lord. Help, Lord, help me, Lord, give me the right words, the right things that I need to say. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. For those of you that haven't followed along with my wife's journey, let me bring you up to speed. My bride was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer on September 27, 2017. The cancer, when they found it, it was in her brain, it was in her lungs, in her bones, up and down her spine, in her pelvis. The doctor looked at us and told us time was short. Without treatment, she'd probably have maybe six months left. This is the reality that was handed to us from the doctor back in 2017. I know that I recorded a podcast back then because I needed to share what was on my heart. I needed God in a big way. How can you test your faith if it's never exercised? Okay, God, this was my time to let go of the controls and just begin to trust you. When you get a bad diagnosis from the doctor, the mind goes crazy trying to analyze the what-if scenarios. God, what if you don't heal her? God, what if the surgery doesn't go as, as planned? What if the cancer spreads? All these things, you're just stopping and thinking and trying to figure out, God, what? I, I don't know what to do. God, I don't know what the future holds. But ultimately, you have to pause, stop, pray, and ask the Lord to intervene. Because the reality is, on our own, we can't do it. But as Luke chapter 1 verse 37 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing. Imagine that. With our own devices, man-made our own limitations. There's a lot of impossibilities. But with God, when you stop, pray, think, ask, God just does amazing things. So I didn't tally up all the chemo treatments that my wife's done. I don't know if it was like 40-something. Gamma knife, which was targeted radiation to her brain. Um, I believe she did that three different times. Um, it was amazing to see because they were able to pinpoint the radiation in her brain to the exact spots where the cancer cells were and hit them and, and, and just shrink the cells. So the technology that we have is mind-blowing. But it wasn't just the doctors doing their thing. It was a lot of prayer. Things would come up. The chemo treatments would stop working and we'd had to switch to a different type of chemo. 
and we continue to pray. We continue to work through it. Now, after all this that we've gone through, December 9th, uh, just last year, 2019, was when we finally decided to switch over to hospice. Pretty much Thanksgiving in 2019, while everybody was enjoying that wonderful turkey meal, um, we were actually at the hospital. My wife wasn't doing well. Uh, we went in. They had to do some scans and check because she um, she had some type of bleeding going on. And so we wanted to make sure um, her numbers were okay and uh, that she didn't lose too much blood. And so we ended up in the hospital. And I didn't, I don't remember posting anything about it on Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving's family time and people just need to be able to enjoy family time. And um, But after that, then I posted about it. But, you know, she was in the hospital for about a week and the oncologist finally came to us and spoke the truth and said, the reality is if you continue these treatments, this um, they're going to kill you faster than the cancer. And that's a harsh reality to be told by your doctor that it's time to call it quits. Um, my wife was just throwing up multiple times a week on the treatments. She kept getting skinnier and skinnier. I mean, I want to say right now, um, so she's probably lost about 80 pounds during this journey so far. So when you think about 80 pounds on, on, um, on a woman, I mean, that's a lot of weight. And so she's really skinny, and, but she may be frail, but she's still fighting. And that's, that's just a testimony of, of the God that she believes in and the faith and her willpower. Because um, God's just continue to show up. Every time we think, you know, this is done. We, we, we've hit the, at the end of the road. Nothing else, nothing else is going to happen. Um, God just continues to, to come through for us. But so we made that decision December 9th to switch over to hospice because... The, key, the the treatments were just too much for her body. At that point, she was having a hard time just swallowing pills. Um, we had to kind of switch over to soft foods. She had, ate a lot of applesauce for a little bit until her throat started to heal. But it it was it was really scary because you know when you when you have a hard time just swallowing water and a hard time swallowing food, it's it's a scary moment. We continue to press on, and I want to share with you Matthew 21, verse 22, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And it's amazing because the the Bible talks about the mustard seed. The smallest seed in this world, if you just have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. And my wife's had faith through this journey. There's been plenty of times, don't get me wrong, where she was like, all right, God, I, where are you? I need you because this diagnosis and the cancer is spreading and things aren't working. I'm like, what's going on? But we've continued to pray through it and continue to share what's going on in our lives, um, mentally, physically, 
but we're, we're still here. We're still fighting. Every day she gets up, I'm thankful. But there came a point in this battle. And so I need to be really real with you about where we're at with this journey. Um, my job's been gracious, and they've allowed me to work remotely from home so that I could be with my wife while she's in hospice. And so I take care of her, administer her her pain meds, um, help her to the bathroom. She can't walk by herself. I've got, I think I carry about 80-90% of her weight anytime she gets up to move. Um, I use a wheelchair to wheel around the house or if, if we have to go somewhere outside of the house, she's got to use a wheelchair. Um, she hasn't been able to walk for a, a while now. Uh, she was using a walker for a few months, but but she hasn't been able to walk on her own. But that's okay. Walking is not the end goal. Um, but with everything that's been going on and being hospice, in January, it got pretty bad. My wife was unable to open a bottle of water or even screw the cap back on the bottle of water. My wife was unable to feed herself. She was unable to take her glasses and put them on her face. She was unable to use utensils. Um, I felt like I was taking care of my toddler instead of my wife because anytime she tried to eat, there was mess after mess after mess. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Because you see the person still there. They're communicating like they're still there, but the motor skills are just going. And I was getting more and more concerned. Um, the pain started to increase. Uh, the doctor's uh, did increase her pain medicine dosage to help combat that. And of course, as things are failing in the body, it gets more and more concerning. My wife, we just the other day were talking about Christmas this past year, and um, I was showing her some videos because she said, I don't remember what happened on Christmas. And I showed her some of the things that we got her and she opened and and it, she just made her cry because she did, had no recollection of it. Um, my, my wife, <laughs> during this time frame, we uh, sat down to watch Bambi because she's like, oh, I've never seen Bambi. I'm like, okay, well, well everybody knows what happens to Bambi. <laughs> but we sat down together to watch Bambi. And we watched it. And then, so just recently we were talking about it. I brought it up. And she said again, oh, I've never seen Bambi. And I said, no, we watched it together. And she's like, no, I've never seen it. So even though for weeks she was here and communicating and talking, she had no recollection. The memory wasn't sticking. Um, but I had no clue until recently that that's what was happening. And then just a few weeks ago, my wife went to church. She hadn't been to church for for a while since we 
<clears throat> since December, and um, there was one of her friends was there. Now, my wife, anytime we go to church, she's um, in the wheelchair. She doesn't transfer over to the, the bench or anything. Um, one of her friends were there, and, and they were doing the worship service. And during the worship service, my wife asked her if she could get on the ground. Now, I'm right next to her standing there worshiping, and I'm listening to this conversation, and I'm, I'm like, what? Trying to understand why my wife is asking her friend if she can get on the ground. And then my wife proceeds to get out of her wheelchair onto the ground, and I am just baffled by what's going on. But I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe it's a God thing. Maybe maybe God's doing something and, and using her. But the two of them got on their on the ground and were worshiping together and um i would i just kept worshiping myself i'm like okay they're good they're they're fine but something happened there at that church on that floor that day and i can't explain it all i know is that day ever since that day my wife's changed it's like she was been in a coma, but now she's awake. Now she's eating more. She's eating, uh, I want to say, like a teenager. Um, she's eating like a whole banana split. I mean, there would be a time where I'd, she'd ask for banana split. She'd have two or three bites and say, okay, I'm done. But now she's eating a whole banana split. She eats her whole meal. It, like It's mind-blowing. Like She's gaining weight again. Um, she started singing again. Her sentences, when she was in this period um, where she was losing all her motor skills, her sentences were one-word sentences. She couldn't speak a sentence. Um, and so I had to be really patient with her to try and understand what her needs were and to not jump to conclusions. But, but she even sometimes would use the wrong word. Even though she knew what the right word was, she couldn't get the right say the right word out of her mouth. But that's all gone away. Now she's speaking fluently, like full sentences, just 90 miles a minute. Now she's writing notes in her notebooks and just pages and pages. She's asked me today. She's like, hey, I, I got two pages left in my notebook. We need to go buy some more notebooks. I'm like, uh, okay. All right. So um, all I can say is God's just been working in such a miraculous way. And some of the people that saw her before in December, in January, when we when we all knew she's failing and her body was failing her, her mind was failing her, and now they've seen her again and they're like, wow, that's a miracle because I can't believe what I'm seeing. And I want to be really clear because I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to say, hey, God miraculously healed her. I'm not saying that yet because... I don't want to give false hope. The doctors did tell us that after she got off treatments that her body would um, become more normal and things would go back and be better than um, when she was on treatments. But I'm not saying God miraculously healed her, but I'm not saying he hasn't. Because for me, from my perspective, I, I, I pretty much lost my wife. For those of you that have um, been following when I write my poems, I mean, during that time frame, 
she wasn't there. Like, she was, I was losing her. But for right now, somehow God's given me more time with her. So for that, for that situation, I'm super thankful. Um, I don't question God. I just continue to pray for the situation. I continue to thank God for each day He gives us. And I continue to ask for more. So right now, while she's being a fighter, and she's still going 20 miles a minute, I'm just going to keep praising God for her and keep supporting her in any way I can. But I say all of this so that you understand that even when your hope is fading, continue to pray. Continue to ask the Lord for more time. Continue to ask the Lord to be with you. It's not over until God says it's over. It's important that we walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5.7 If we see it, it's easy to understand. But when we use our faith and we believe and we trust God, it is amazing when He comes through. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's one of my verses I go to all the time. Because the reality is, it's this battle that I've been fighting with my wife and trying to help her get through this cancer, it's not my strength. If I was on my own strength, I would have failed over and over again. I continue to lean on Christ. I continue to dive into the scriptures and read the scriptures. And, and I share them all the time because, you know, Sometimes people are like, oh, wow, that verse is what I needed today. And that's amazing because that's not me. That's God. A lot of times I'm posting that verse because that's what I need today. And the fact that God uses it to, for me and then somebody else that needs to hear it, it's, it's such a blessing. But I don't want you to give up. Don't give up hope. Continue to press on. Continue trusting God. My wife's still here. And I don't know how long I have with her. I don't know if I have a few weeks, a few more months. I have no clue. The doctors pretty much told us, well, it's all up to God. It's all in God's hands. Whenever he takes her, he takes her. So at this point, I'm going to take the miracle that I've seen so far and run with it. And whether she's healed or not of the cancer, I'm going to enjoy every day like I've been enjoying. Um, my wife and I had a conversation that Paul had a thorn in his side. And God never healed him of that thorn. But God kept telling him, my grace is sufficient for you. And my wife said, what if God never heals me of the cancer? And that's a that's a tough place to, to be in. That's a tough place to think about continuing to live with cancer the rest of your life. But if that cancer brings you closer to God, and if that cancer helps your walk in your faith, is it not sufficient? Is God's grace not sufficient for you to know that you're closer to God because you're going through this pain and struggle 
that you're seeking His face more and more frequently because you don't have anything else. God's your only hope. So no matter what the outcome is, we're going to continue to trust God. It's not over till God says it's over. And I promise you, no matter how bad your situation is today, you need to turn to God. You need to stop relying on everybody else to give you solutions. Take some quiet time. Read your Bible. Pray. Ask God to give you the wisdom that you need. The Bible has so much wisdom in it. It's just overflowing and outpouring. Dive into that. Learn, read, trust, believe. This way you can pour out to other people that need it. Because our job is not to just get saved ourselves. Our job is to spread and share the good news. Because others need to hear about the good news of the scriptures of the Lord Jesus Christ dying for us so that we can be saved, so that we can have hope. I'm going to close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Lord, I thank you for each and every day. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to continue to share your goodness. Lord, there's been miracle after miracle in my wife's battle. I've seen where she should have died and she hasn't. I've seen where the cancer should have caused more problems and it hasn't. Lord, I've seen her struggle, but yet I've seen your goodness and mercy in her life. Lord, I continue to pray for not just for my wife, but for others out there battling cancer. It's a vicious cycle of attacks on the body. But Lord, I just continue to pray that they will all continue to seek your face through it. Lord, let us all come closer to you, Lord, and reach out and touch the hem of your garment. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you just for taking some time to listen. It's not easy. But God's got me. <laughs>